Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. Today on Vitality Radio, we're going to talk about back to school, back to school stuff. It is almost that time. Is that nuts? We're at the very end of July in Utah. I think we're only about two to three weeks before school starts, depending on the school district. And I thought now would be a great time to do it. Last week, we tackled men's health issues. A couple weeks before that, we tackled women's health issues. And now it's time for the kids. I'm going to address, I'm going to talk a lot about little ones. And by the little ones, I mean, you know, elementary school age kids. But uh, believe me, all of this stuff that I'm saying applies to the older kids and probably to you parents and grandparents as well. So we're going to talk a lot about that. We're going to talk about how to enhance sleep how to enhance focus, how to help with behavioral issues, anxiety, things like that, Uh, what you can do to keep their immunity up uh, during this uh, crazy time of life that we find ourselves in. And we're going to even talk about freedom. So we're going to talk about all that stuff today. That'll be the primary topic on Vitality Radio. Vitality Radio is always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful, Utah. We are celebrating today our 44th birthday as a business, our 44th birthday. That means I was five when my parents opened up the old nutrition shop, which is what it used to be called. Now we're Vitality Nutrition. And my passion is to help you learn more about your health and better ways to take care of yourself and your family without the need for drugs and surgeries and all that mumbo jumbo. That's what we talk about on Vitality Radio. If you have questions, you call us 801 292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. No matter where you are, if you're within the sound of my voice, we will be able to help you by that phone number. You can also check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Vitality Radio. You can go to vitalityradio.com. And of course, if you are not listening to this as a podcast, if you're listening on radio, which is great, love to have you on radio. But if you're not listening to the podcast, you're missing out on one extra episode every week, an excellent vintage episode of Vitality Radio, and the ability to share this show with friends and family that you think may benefit from it. So please check it out on all the podcast places, except for YouTube. We're still working out the kinks on that one. And frankly, wondering if they'll even want me on YouTube and uh, may want... (laughs) And they want to kick me off of that thing because, boy, do they love to censor over there. Those Google people. Anyway, so, yeah, big, big stuff going on right now. Uh, as you if you are a parent, you are probably uh, kind of fitting in those last summertime things. I know I am a couple of vacations planned right before the end of summer. And uh, you may also be working on, you know, getting the new backpack and all that kind of stuff. It's the back to school time is kind of frantic sometimes. So I'm trying to get ahead of the game and help you figure out what you need to know from a health and nutrition standpoint here on Vitality Radio. But something else that's exciting, uh, well, two things. 
as I said, we're celebrating our 44th birthday today. What that means is that we are doing over 44 items at 44% off at Vitality today. And if you're a Vitality VIP or super VIP, the whole store is on sale. 20% off almost everything, 10% off everything else. And then, of course, those 44 items at 44% off. We've got a bunch of giveaways. We're giving away a gift bag to everyone that has a gift card in it uh, for anywhere from 4 bucks to 44 bucks and a bunch of freebies as well. So a lot of fun stuff to come in from 10 to 7 today at Vitality. And you can partake of all that stuff over the phone as well at 801-292-6662. Before I get into this little mini rant I'm going to do today, I want to bring up one more thing. You may have heard me talk about it. You will hear me talk about it for the next six weeks-ish. Might be seven. I can't remember. But September 11th. September 11th is an easy date to remember for anybody here in America, of course. But September 11th is the Your Health Freedom Symposium, the sixth annual symposium. This will be the first one that I am speaking at. And as I look at the list of other speakers, there's 10 of them. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling like the opening act in a big way. <laughs> and uh, hopefully I can uh, deliver the goods uh, from that podium because there are some amazing people at the Your Health Freedom Symposium. Now, yourhealthfreedom.org is who organizes this, yourhealthfreedom.org. If you are in Utah, uh, where most of the listeners of this show are still, then I would love to have you there. If you're not in Utah, it's worth a trip, honestly. It really, really is. This is going to be an amazing event, and that's why I'm talking about it every single week. They're not paying me to do this. Uh, in fact, I'm sponsoring this thing and uh, giving them money uh, to help put it on because I think it is such valuable information. It'll be uncensored truth about what's going on with our health and wellness right now. We've got six different doctors that'll be there giving alternative views about much of what you've heard about COVID and a variety of things like that. But this conference isn't just about COVID. It's about everything that has to do with health freedom. Uh, it's about exemptions from things that uh, you don't want to partake of. It is about truth in uh, media, if you can find that anymore. It's about all kinds of stuff. I'm going to be speaking about uh, three or four. I'm not sure. I've only got uh, 20 minutes to speak. Three or four things that you are deficient in, why you are, and what you can do about it. I think it's going to be a really interesting topic. We also have James Meehan, MD. He's going to be talking about the weaponized pseudoscience, deception in public health, which I've talked about for a year and a half now on Vitality Radio. Dr. Shannon Croner is going to talk about religious freedom and exemptions. Peter McCullough, uh, MD, COVID, early treatment, spike proteins, benefits and drawbacks of vaccines for COVID by age group, the real death numbers, natural immunity, and health policy. So he's going to be talking about a bunch of really important things and is uh, you know kind of one of the headliners there, one of the bigger names in this uh, crazy fight for truth when it comes to health information. But uh, we got a bunch of other great people there, too. And one guy, if you're a Utah person, especially if you belong to the Utah Business Revival, you know who this guy is. Eric Mutsos is going to be uh, speaking alongside me and these other amazing people as well and uh, talking about uh, the freedom aspect and the lack of freedom that we've had censorship and things like that since uh, covid craziness started. So this is going to be an amazing event. I think it's 49 bucks, if I remember correctly, for you to come. It is worth 
way more than that. And I want you to understand that that $49 is not profit for anybody. This is 100% going back into the organization, which is a nonprofit organization to promote freedom when it comes to your health choices here in the great state of Utah, which we need more desperately now than we ever have. And so you absolutely must come if you're in town. I would love to have you there. And as a little incentive, something I decided to do just right before I hit record, anybody that attends, whether they heard about it on Vitality Radio or not, anybody that attends will get a $10 gift card that'll be just like cash to Vitality Nutrition. And I'm going to give away maybe 10 or 12 $20 gift cards to some lucky winners there as well. All you've got to do is come to the Vitality table when you show up to the Your Health Freedom Symposium, which again, yourhealthfreedom.org is how you find it. And if you have questions before you sign up or you can't remember the website because you were driving down the road, call us at Vitality. We'll help you out. 801-292-6662. Okay, without further ado, I'm going to go into the back to school thing, but we're going to start with just a mini rant because I haven't done one in a couple of weeks. It is time for the Vital Rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Okay, what am I ranting about when it comes to back to school? Well, I guess one of the things that I talk about the most on Vitality Radio, and I've been criticized for it a lot uh, this, <laughs> this last year, is freedom. Freedom when it comes to your health. Uh, talking about the truth as I see it, and as the uh, evidence uh, seems to absolutely um, concur with about masks and things like that. So I want to talk a little bit about that, but first, a little anecdote. So last week on Vitality Radio, this it's it's really interesting being in the public eye, and I am I'm like a Z-list celebrity, right? There's there's you and maybe a couple of your friends and a couple of mine that listen to this show on a weekly basis, but there are enough people that hear it that not everybody that hears it likes it, which I guess is good. I I don't know. I don't expect everybody to like the message I have to deliver. And I never tell anybody they ought to do what I tell them to do. I just give the best recommendations I can, and you get to decide what you want to do with them. Well, we had some listener, uh, a woman who did not give her name, uh, called Vitality Nutrition after the show last week. The show last week was on men's health, primarily. And at some point during that episode, I said, Hey, if you're still drinking soda, please stop because soda is not doing you any good. You don't need it. Your body doesn't like it. It is an addiction. I get it. And I've talked about my issues that I've had over the years with sugar. So I understand I'm not calling the, uh, uh, you know, I'm not the pot calling the kettle black uh, because I, Well, I'm a pot sometimes, especially when it comes to sugar. Although, if you listen to the show a month or so ago, that's changed a lot over the last few weeks. Regardless, this woman was irate. She was so upset. And what she said to one of our team members there at Vitality is she said, 
he, well, first off, she said that I was sexually harassing people over the air. Now, I, I encourage you, if you didn't listen to last week's show, I'd like you to listen. Listen to last week's show, the one on men's health. And if you can point out to me how I harassed anybody, particularly sexually harassed them, I would love to hear about it. And I will gladly retract whatever I said that may have been offensive when it came to sexual harassment, because I'm quite confident that didn't happen. And that made me laugh and think, did I say something? And so, yeah, I went back and listened. I didn't say anything. So I don't know what that's about. But that wasn't the top of the list of her complaints. The top of her list was what he tells people about health and nutrition is wrong. He said that soda is bad for you. I'm going to repeat that, okay? He said he had the audacity to say that soda is bad for you. <gasps> you know who knows soda's bad for you? Everybody knows soda's bad for you. The VP of sales and marketing and research over at Coca-Cola knows that soda is bad for you. Now, they may never admit it, but they know it. Everybody knows it just the same way as I know throwing gummy bears down my throat isn't good for me. Sometimes I do it anyway. Well, that's soda with the vast majority of soda drinkers, I think. Now, I'm, I guess I'll encourage you also, if you're not this particular individual who, of course, would not leave her name and number and did not want to talk to me about it. She just wanted to complain to one of my team members at Vitality because I really would have loved to have this conversation because I think it would have been fascinating, honestly. I, I don't know. I've yet to meet someone who said, yeah, soda's good for you. Now, I have some people, and some of them may be listening right now, who love soda, who I've asked to give up soda, and they're like, holding on to it. And they don't want to give it up. I get it. I get it. We all have our things, right? But regardless of <laughs> regardless. I guess if I'm going to be called out on Vitality Radio, I'd like to be called out as someone who actually had the audacity to say that soda is bad for you. All right, so that's part one of the rant, but part two of the rant is much more serious. Yesterday, well, okay, so I'm, I record this show a couple days in advance, so I believe it was actually Wednesday. Uh, the Biden administration came out with some new things that they had to say where vaccinated people uh, need to wear masks indoors and kids K through 12 need to wear masks to school. Now, I don't know where you stand on this and I don't, uh, I, I don't know what source, what other sources of information you're, you're using uh, to hear about this stuff. But the challenge with COVID has been that Almost everybody parrots the exact same stuff. There are a handful of people that you have to search out that will say alternative things. Well, Fox News decided that they wanted to uh, do some fact checking. And it was on the Tucker Carlson show. Not everybody loves Tucker Carlson, but regardless, one of the things I like about him is he unabashedly will tell you how he really feels. And I appreciate that in media because most people are just toeing the line. So regardless, what happened was a woman who is the director of the CDC, and her name is uh, Rochelle Walensky. She's an MD and an MPH, which I think is miles per hour. But regardless, she is the director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, also known 
as the Centers for Disinformation and Confusion. But regardless, she's the director. She's a bigwig. She's the real deal when it comes to uh, health uh, information in this country because we rely, or at least some of us, rely on what the CDC says to do what we think is best for our health. And she said that the reason that kids needed to wear masks when she was asked specifically in the press conference back to school this year is because COVID has proven to be much more dangerous to children than it uh, previously was thought and that it's killed many more children than the flu has on average, which didn't sound right to me. And it certainly didn't sound right to the people at Fox News. So they fact checked it. They fact checked it. And what they decided to fact check or how they decided to fact check was on the CDC's own website. So that's pretty easy. They went over there and what they determined was that in 2020, over three times as many children died of the flu as died of COVID. Over three times as many. And it wasn't just a fluke last year that three times as many died of the flu. The last five years that they checked, three times as many on average died of the flu as did die of COVID in 2020. So she's either stupid or ignorant or lying, none of which are excellent qualifications to be the director of the CDC, I don't think. So why is it that they want kids to wear masks? Because you know how many kids died in 2020 of COVID? 124. And almost every single one of those had a comorbidity, was already very sick with something like leukemia, for instance. Now, is every child that dies from any cause a tragedy? I would say, yeah, yeah, a tragedy. I have little ones. I have an eight-year-old and an 11-year-old, and I have a couple of older children. And it's horrifying to think of one of them passing away. So please don't hear what I'm not saying about that. But we're talking about a tiny fraction of the children in this country. 124, almost all of whom were significantly ill to begin with and may have died with or without COVID. So why the masking of children? Because there is excellent evidence that the reduction of oxygen and the germs and various things like that on masks are probably more dangerous than COVID is to children. And I don't understand it. And I'm not telling you as a parent or a grandparent not to mask your child if you choose to do so. My goal is to have everyone do what they believe is best for their child, whether I agree with them or not, because I'm certainly not the be-all, end-all of truth and knowledge in this world, and I don't claim to be that. I have very specific opinions about what I will and won't do with my children, and I anticipate that you do with yours as well. And believe it or not, I think we should mutually respect that. I believe that that is our right as parents who love our children. So the question is, will we have freedom really in school this year or will we not? And will children still be more isolated and have more of the same trauma and drama that happened in 2021 and it appears that if the Biden administration has its way, it will be very similar. 2021 will be very similar to 2020. So that's the rant for today. I'm going to cut to a quick break. When I come back, we're going to talk about th three primary concerns 
that a lot of parents have sending their child back to school this year, not because of COVID, but just generally. Uh, We're going to talk about immunity, which of course is all the rage right now, right? But we're also going to talk about attention, focus, anxiety, things like that, mood stuff. And we're also going to talk about sleep. Three really, really big, important things for kids when it comes to going back to school. That'll be the balance of the show when I come back. You're listening to me, Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blog or online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns, naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662, that's 801-292-6662, or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com, that's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Hello and welcome back to Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio Podcast. My name is Jared St. Clair. It's good to be with you each and every week talking about health, health freedom, truth, light, and the American way. Vitality Radio is always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South 500 West. And it doesn't matter how close or far away you are from Bountiful. We'll take care of you over the phone. Just give us a call, 801 292 6662. Remember, today is the last day of our two-day 44th birthday celebration at Vitality. We have over 44 items at 44% off, thanks to some generous help from some of our vendors. And these are some of our better-selling products. A lot of it is really just excellent stuff. We also are giving away literally thousands of dollars worth of free product and uh, gift bags to every single person that comes in, up to 100 because that's how many gift bags we had. So we will they, they will run out before the end of the day. So come in soon if you'd like to participate and call us over the phone and we'll take care of you that way. 801-292-6662. That is 801-292-6662. Okay, so it's back to school time. We're going to talk about what parents come and talk to me the most about when it comes to back to school. And because, well, we're in the craziest immune phase of American and world history. That'll be the first topic. How do I keep my kid healthy when he's in that little cesspool that he calls his kindergarten class? 
And of course, that uh, applies to all the children at all the ages. But in particular, I think probably the younger ones uh, where things are, you know, I don't know, maybe a little less sanitary, but often really just our kids at that age are building their immune system and they be, they're pretty susceptible to a lot of stuff they haven't come into contact with. And that's okay because the vast majority of childhood illnesses are not that harmful. In fact, in most cases, they help to build up the immune system. But we don't want our, sick, our kids sick all the time and missing a lot of school and so on and so forth. So what can you do to balance the immune system of a child uh, without doing too little uh, or too much? Well, it's actually pretty simple in my view. And this is the world according to Jared, nutrition according to Jared. Remember, I am not a doctor, thank God. I am just a guy that talks about this on a podcast and a radio show and at a health food store. And my advice does not replace that of your physicians unless you choose to uh, take that advice, which of course is your choice. So let's talk about kids and immune health. Vitamin C is really, really, really important. And I think for whatever reason, and I don't quite understand it, has fallen out of favor over the last decade or two that I've been selling vitamins for a living. It used to be that vitamin C was the big dog. Everybody took vitamin C daily, probably more people than took fish oil, as maybe almost as many people as took multivitamins. And now vitamin C has found it has, has lost a little bit of its uh, savor, I guess. And I don't get it because clinically speaking, vitamin C is still as effective as it ever was. My, my parents started giving me emergency when I was five which happened to be, of course, the year I started school. And I had a packet every single day before I went to school. And then I had one when I got home after school if I was felt like I was fighting anything, if I was a little fatigued more than usual or I had a little scratchy throat or a runny nose, I took another emergency packet. And then I would take another one before bed if I was still fighting that thing. So back in the day when I was little, I was taking as much as 3,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Believe it or not, I survived. So that's cool. But then emergency seven or eight years ago got sold to Pfizer and they ruined it. They did. It's it's like it's an okay product now. It's not terrible, but it's uh, 20% of what it used to be in terms of effectiveness. And it's genetically modified. There are genetically modified ingredients in it that didn't used to be in there. There is a company called Inner-C, E-N-E-R-C, same kind of packets, same similar coloring to emergency. The four people that got fired when Pfizer bought the company, started up InterC, and they resurrected Inter Emergency as what it once was, and then even made improvements to it. And now they have a couple of sugar-free options that are really good. Not that there's a ton of sugar in InterC, but there's a little bit in there. And uh, this stuff is amazing. For kids, I love the InterC because it's not a pill. It tastes pretty darn good. Most kids, not all, enjoy it. Actually like drinking it. Certainly my uh, little ones do very much. And you can do with the little ones, you can do half a packet if you want. I often tell parents that have a, you know, four-year-old, a six-year-old and a nine-year-old or whatever, to, they can split the packet in thirds and give a little bit to each one of their kids if they want. Excess vitamin C will flush out of the system. It's water soluble. So you're really not risking much giving them more than they need. It's more maybe economics at that point. But inner C is phenomenal stuff. And as I said, a little bit daily, 500 to 1,000 milligrams for most ages, I think is good, um, is great. And if they start coming down with anything, you just bump that up by about triple. 
How about vitamin D? Well, here in Utah and, of course, across most of the country, in the winter months, and the school year is mostly in the winter months, uh, we don't get a lot of sun. When the sun's out, kids are in school. And when they're not in school, they're out in coats and hoods because it's cold outside. So vitamin D, we know, is the single biggest I'm going to repeat that because I want to make sure it's clear. The single biggest common denominator in people who die from COVID, that's the one thing that they've been able to say is clearly, by the evidence, a critical component of surviving COVID, basically, is having enough vitamin D. Now, again, as I mentioned earlier, kids, generally speaking, don't get that sick with COVID and certainly don't die from it. Very, very few. but Vitamin D is maybe the single biggest thing that you can do to prevent it from happening to your child. If you have an immunocompromised child, I think vitamin D becomes even more important. But every child can benefit from vitamin D, at least in the winter months. Somewhere between about 400 and 1,000 units a day is generally good. And that's one you can ask your doctor about. You can even run blood tests if you're really curious to find out how much vitamin D is there. And then the other thing that I like is a daily preventative, but I don't consider it a necessity like I do the vitamin D and the vitamin C is uh, elderberry. I love elderberry. There's a couple of reasons I love elderberry. First off, it works really, really well for these viral things. But second, off, second, and, and, and we have clinical evidence that it does, really good clinical evidence that shows it cuts the flu in half from nine days to four and a half, five days. That's pretty awesome, right? That's in adults. There have not been child studies done, but we can relatively safely assume that it has a similar effect in kids. But the other thing I love about elderberry when it comes to kids, and I did try to just say elderberry there. I don't know what I actually said, so I apologize, but is it comes in gummies and they're yummy. Yeah, that rhymed, I know. Gummies that are yummy that your kids will say, give me more, please, because that's what my little guy Xander does every time I give him some. They love them. They're delicious and they are really good to bolster up that immune system. And then if your child starts to come down with something, I, 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 this is what I do. Again, this does not replace your doctor's advice, but I triple up the vitamin C. I triple up the vitamin D. I add echinacea to the elderberry and uh, increase the dose of, of the elderberry as well. And then I will also use colloidal silver. Now, if they've got uh, ear infections or eye infections or things like that, uh, silver has so many great uses, cuts and burns and scrapes and all those kind of things can be used topically or orally. Uh, so depending on what they're dealing with, you can use it two different ways, but I don't give colloidal silver daily. I don't believe that that's, uh, necessary. And I also don't believe it's particularly useful, um, for the vast majority of people. But when my kids start to get it, I love colloidal silver. And why? Well, I consider it to be one of the safest natural antibacterial, antiviral agents that you can use. Based on the clinical research, that is absolutely true. I have seen that it absolutely works as well. So I, I believe in it anecdotally as well, because I've used it for years myself and used it and had so many clients over the years of Vitality Nutrition tell me how amazing this stuff is. So we know it's great, but it's also really, really safe. Anybody that tells you you're going to turn blue because of colloidal silver is nuts because unless you're bathing in it or drinking a gallon a day and you're making it in your basement, that ain't going to happen. It just doesn't. It has happened to one guy when he did exactly that, <laughs> made it in his basement and drank a gallon a day. I think it was a quart a day. But anyway, a massive, ridiculous amount. Interestingly enough, although his skin is discolored, <laughs> he's a really healthy guy. So go figure. 
but you're never going to do that. You're going to use teaspoon doses, not quart or gallon doses. And colloidal silver is super, super effective. And it tastes like water. So it's so easy to give to your kids. It's amazing. Uh, so those are the things that you can do. If you need a recap of all that, uh, call us at Vitality and I'll give it to you. 801-292-6662. Now, what about focus, behavior, anxiety, all that stuff? That's tough, right? Turns out that my parents, I, I call them hippies. They really weren't, but they were hippie-esque when it came to health. You know, it was all uh, whole grain this and... and uh, well, organic was barely a word way back when I was a kid, but whole food as opposed to white stuff and refined stuff and all the other stuff. And they did things a little differently than most people. Well, one thing that they didn't do much of is take us to the doctor. And it's weird because I'll be 49 next week and I'm still alive. So I guess that worked out. We got lucky. But regardless, they didn't take us to the doctor for much. I went to a little private school where I had a lot of one-on-one -on -one attention, which is good because as I've read through the DSM, which I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a big red book that doctors use to diagnose mental illness. Uh, I've, I'm an ADHD guy, like fully. Every single, every single, not missing one <laughs> of the nine diagnostic criteria I meet, at least according to the DSM from, I think, 2012, which is the last time I looked at it. I don't know if it's changed much. And yet I was never medicated. No Ritalin, no Adderall, none of that stuff. But my brain, man, it's all over the place. Preparing for this show is always more of a challenge than I think maybe it should be. And so I get it. I do get it. I also have a son who has a very similar brain. I get it. And if and it can be a struggle. It can absolutely be a struggle and it's different for every kid, but I will I'm here to tell you that your kid's not broken. He or she is not broken. There is not something wrong with them. They're not diseased. They don't have an illness. I don't believe that for 1 second. They just have a brain that works a little differently from the brains of the other kids in that class. Clinically speaking, they've proven that adults who were diagnosed with ADD or ADHD as children have a higher IQ on average than children who were not, and it's significantly higher. These are smart kids. They're smart kids with fast-moving brains that get pretty easily bored with stuff they're not that interested in. Now, if you've got one of these children or if you are one of these children— you may recognize, just like I do, that if I'm really interested in something, focus is not an issue. I'm ca fully capable of hyper-focus if it's something I enjoy. But when there's a bunch of stuff going on in the background and somebody's trying to get me to do something that I don't enjoy, such as, I don't know, paperwork, taxes... <laughs> payroll, all that stuff. Oh boy, my focus is split all over creation. And that's probably how you or your child is too, if they deal with that. So what can be done? Well, there's a lot of really good research on this. And one thing that is very interesting, and I will say this, it doesn't work for every child, but it does seem to make a big difference is artificial colors. A big difference for most, I should say. And red being the biggest one. You eliminate red 40 from your child's diet, in many cases, they improve dramatically. 
Red 40 is a neurotoxin. And in kids with ADD and ADHD, it seems to be highly toxic. Also, yellow number five and six can also cause problems. So remove artificial colors first. If you're giving your child artificial sweeteners, please stop. We don't know what they do to children. We don't know what it does to their brain, their hypothalamus, their uh, pancreas, and so many other areas of the body that are a concern with artificial sweeteners. So the artificial colors and the artificial sweeteners need to go in children's diets, particularly children with ADD and ADHD. And somebody's going to come after me probably this week and say, he had the audacity to say that artificial sweeteners and artificial colors are bad for you. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Call me if you want to complain. Regardless, please don't give those to your children. They are indeed bad for them. You know, a little here and there, it is what it is. My kids get some. They get it from the neighbors more than they get it from me. But I get it. You know, none of us are perfect in all that kind of stuff. But reducing them, especially if you have a child who struggles with this, is absolutely worth a try. Refined sugar is a big deal too. Reduce the refined sugar or eliminate it and your child will behave better in almost every case, even if they don't have quote unquote behavioral disorders. Okay. But there are some other things you can do as well. Supplementally, there are a few things. Most of us as Americans are deficient in magnesium. 85 to 95% is the estimate. That's, that's everyone, right? Pretty much. And maybe the people that aren't deficient are the ones that are taking it. I don't know. But I will tell you that I perform substantially better on magnesium than I do without magnesium mentally as well as physically. Now, one thing I discovered very recently, and I talked about it on an episode maybe four months ago, is something called magnesium 3 and 8. And if you've got a child or if you are an adult who struggles with this ADD, ADHD, this is amazing stuff. This is the only magnesium that crosses the blood-brain barrier and drops itself right into the cerebral spinal fluid and calms the mind, literally. Because magnesium's primary role in the body, well, maybe not. I'm going to restate that. It has so many roles in the body. It's like 300 different enzymatic processes that magnesium plays a role in. So it's all over the place. But the most noticeable, probably for most people, is relaxation. It helps to relax the body, relax the mind, that kind of thing. But the magnesium 3 and 8 in particular, fantastic for your brain. But magnesium glycinate is awesome as well. They're my two favorites. If you're mainly worried about just making sure they're getting enough magnesium, then magnesium glycinate's fantastic. And it, come, and it comes in chewables. It comes in powders that you can put into juice. Pretty easy to give to kids. And they're probably deficient, and it will probably help them a lot, especially if your child ever gets leg cramps, growing pains, things like that. Magnesium, can, magnesium deficiency can actually be the cause of those things. Or if your child deals with constipation, magnesium deficiency makes a big difference there too in allowing the colon to actually relax and move as it should. So magnesium's really, really big. The other thing that's really, really big that's a necessity is omega-3. Now, giving your kid fish oil may sound difficult. And in many cases, it has proven to be so. But as I've mentioned before on Vitality Radio, there are ways to do it that work. The best way, probably, the, the way that almost universally children are happiest with (laughs) is a brand called Barleen's. They have one called Omega Swirl. Omega Swirl is fantastic stuff because it tastes like dessert. Your kids will tip their head back like a bird waiting for a worm from its mama. 
This stuff is awesome. It comes in a variety of flavors, but what you really want to do is you want to either get the lime flavor or you want to get the citrus sorbet flavor. And there's a very simple reason for that. It's over, they're over double the potency. It's a big difference because if you're talking about a child, say eight years old, you might give them half a, or, or, or like a teaspoon a day. A tablespoon is technically the recommended dose, but that's for adults. Uh, if you've got a 12-year-old, maybe you give them a table, teaspoon and a half. If you've got an 18-year-old and he or she is, you know, essentially an adult at this point, give them a full tablespoon. But the stuff tastes delicious. It's so good. I have had one, one child in the 10 plus years I've carried this product who I sampled it to who said, that's gross. And I just think he had his mind made up already. <laughs> but even the kids that are like, no way is this going to taste good are like, oh my gosh, that's really good, mom. I mean, it's really crazy. And we will sample it to you for free at Vitality if you want to try it out. But you want to avoid the other flavors, the lemon, some of these other ones, because they're they're just way under potent. You got to give your child a lot more. So remember, lime and citrus sorbet are the flavors you want. If you want a delicious omega-3, you can give to your kids, which will help with their brain working more effectively, helps with mood things like anxiety, depression, that kind of stuff as well. And it's just really good for them anyway, their heart and cardiovascular system. So those are things that we require that I believe most kids are deficient in in this country. But how about things you don't require that could also still be very, very beneficial? There is an amino acid called L-theanine. Now, L-theanine is one of my favorite, favorite things. I take it every single week before I study for Vitality Radio, along with four or five other times a week when I'm trying to get my brain to, you know, kind of focus in better. Well, L-theanine is an amino acid, therefore it is a naturally occurring substance. It was originally isolated from green tea, but now it's just purified L-theanine in the most popular form, a little chewable tablet that tastes delicious. My kids call them the bedtime tablets because when they're a little hyper, a little high strung, having a hard time calming down, they've been laying in bed for 15 minutes and can't fall asleep, that's what I give them is one of those little chewables. And they love them and they work. They're really, really effective. They make a big difference for a lot of people because they do two things. They help to increase alpha brain waves, which are the brain waves that we achieve when we are in good, deep meditation. So they literally do calm the mind in that way. But they also calm the mind in one other way that's very interesting. In your brain, you have something called GABA, G-A-B-A. That's gamma aminobutyric acid. Well, GABA is an inhibitory neurotransmitter. It literally is released when our brain needs to calm down. When there's a lot of activity going on in the brain, which happens to be often, if not always, with ADD and ADHD. But GABA, we, we don't often produce as much as we need in that specific given moment. So you can supplement GABA, and it also comes for little kids in a chewable tablet, but it comes in pills that you can swallow as well, as does theanine. So this is for all ages, really. But GABA is interesting because directly taking GABA can work really, really well. On average, in sixth graders, in a specific test that they did, a study of sixth graders where it was a double-blind, placebo-controlled study, they gave half the sixth graders GABA in a little chewable tablet half an hour before the test started. They gave half the kids a chewable sugar pill, a placebo, 
And then they did the same thing the next day, but they flip-flopped the kids so that all the kids over a two-day period had received both the placebo and the GABA. And what they found was about a 15 to 20% increase in accuracy of the math test. And, you know, did they actually answer the questions correctly? And a 15 to 20% increase in how many questions got answered. Now, if you want to talk about ADD, ADHD, that is a thing, right? Focusing enough that you can actually stick to the task at hand and get all of the questions answered. I can't tell you how many times in school as a little guy and as a teenager in particular, because I remember those much more well, how many times I was pushing the clock to finish that test on time. It was a big deal. So if GABA can increase the accuracy, meaning better grades, better scores, right? But also the speed in which your child can do this. Imagine if homework took 15 to 20% less time. How would that be? Pretty awesome, right? So GABA is absolutely worth a try, but theanine also increases GABA naturally. So what I always tell people is if it's just focus, if that's the thing, they just can't hone in on that, on that uh, you know, test or that task at hand, the book they're reading, whatever it is, probably start with GABA. Give it a shot. It works really, really well for a lot of children. But if it's more anxiety and focus and hyperactivity and some of that sort of thing, then I think theanine covers the bases a little better. They're both great. They're both safe. They're both safe to experiment with in terms of dosage. Uh, if your child is on a medication, it's always wise to ask your, your pharmacist if there's any contraindications, but I'm not aware of any with GABA or L-theanine uh, in children and, and pharmaceuticals, but there could be, so, so definitely check that out. So those are the things that I typically recommend. And how about sleep? I think, I really believe, and I've, I've talked about this before, but I really believe that adults kind of figure that they need eight hours of sleep. Now, some adults, it's five or six, some it's seven, some it's nine. But generally speaking, most of us would agree that we've heard a dozen experts over the years saying you need seven to eight hours of sleep. But I think that most adults don't know how much sleep a child needs unless they've researched it. And it's very, very interesting because unfortunately, the public school system and, and of course, private school system really uh, which for the most part follows suit in terms of schedule, has kind of screwed that all up because kids need somewhere between about nine and 12 hours, depending on their age, nine and 12 hours a night to get all the sleep that they need. That's a, a lot of sleep, right? But if you've got a kid who is doing homework until nine or 10 o'clock at night and then having to get up at six in the morning or maybe 5.30, especially if they're a girl and they want to get made up and get their hair done and all that stuff. And that's not nine or 10 or 11 or 12 hours of sleep, right? Because that's more like maybe six or seven if everything goes well. And sleep is critical. All you have to know, all you have to know is... As a parent, when you're six-year-old, when it's 10 o'clock at night and they usually go to bed at eight and they are inconsolable because nothing happened <laughs> that would bother them at 5 p.m., but at 10 p.m., they're going nuts and they can't stop until they fall asleep. Sleep plays a dominant role in mood. It plays a dominant role in brain power. It plays a dominant role in focus. It plays a dominant role in energy. 
all the stuff. Sleep is critical. So please don't think that your teenager in particular is being lazy when they want to sleep until noon on Saturday after having six hours a night the rest of the week. It ain't true. And your little ones, well, both of them, as much as you possibly can, all ages, as much as you possibly can, get them on a regular sleep cycle. It's really, really critical. Try and get them up at the same time every morning. Try and get them to bed at the same time every night, give or take a half an hour. That matters. If you want to learn more about sleep and the science of sleep, there's two really great resources that I love. There's a whole month worth of podcasts on the Huberman Lab podcast. If you're looking for another guy, now I don't always agree with Huberman, but I do believe that he's sincere. And I more than more often than not, uh, I learn new stuff. He's really, really good. So the Huberman Lab, they have, I think, four episodes in a row on sleep. I don't know what the numbers are, but you can find them. And then the other thing is a book called Why We Sleep, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Matthew Walker has put more research into this than anybody I know of, and it's really compelling stuff. So if you're confused about sleep or you're struggling with sleep yourself in terms of the kind of way that I struggle with it, where I don't allow myself to get enough sleep a lot of the time, uh, yeah, Reading these books, listening to these podcasts, that can help you get motivated to get the amount of sleep that you really need. I said, as I was recording Vitality Radio at 1124 at night, when I usually do it at more like 9 a.m. in the morning, listen, sometimes our schedules just get jacked up. It is what it is. But when you can, control what you can control, and you will sleep better, and your children will sleep better. Now, another thing is the blue light thing, and it's important. It's really important, actually. Blue light makes a big difference in the brain. It basically tells the brain that it's awake. And when I say blue light, what am I talking about? You probably know already, but your iPad, your iPhone, your Android phone, your tablet, your computer screen, your TV, and so on and so forth. And if you've got a child of any age that is looking at one of those five minutes before bed, it is going to be more difficult to sleep because the brain thinks it's supposed to be awake. And that's important really important to understand. So these lifestyle things matter. About a half an hour to an hour of no blue light before bed will make a difference in most kids when it comes to sleep. And then if you're concerned that they're getting too much screen time anyway, something that I discovered a while back and I've been using, and I can tell a difference in my eyes. My eyes don't burn like they used to when they're very tired. It's different. And and I don't quite know how to explain it. But there are some ingredients in a product called Screen Eyes. That's C R or sorry S C R E E N Screen Eyes uh, by a company called Zao. Uh, they're gummies. They taste like candy, and they're phenomenal for protecting the eyes against blue light, which is a real concern. Because the truth of the matter is, we don't know what we don't know about how damaging these blue light rays are because we're also exposed in ways that we've never been before. But we do know that they do some damage and they, and, and that's what we need to know. The amazing thing about the screen eyes, the astaxanthin and zeaxanthin that are in there, and we have it in capsules too, if you don't want gummies, but the gummies are popular and I, they're 40% off right now, which is pretty cool. Actually for today's sale, they're 44% off. So even another, so they're pretty cheap also, and they taste delicious, but the capsules are fantastic as well. That's actually what I use now. Regardless, what's cool about this is it actually has also been shown to increase BDNF, which is the kind of rapid recall uh, neurotransmitter that comes from the brain. You know, quick memory. Why did I go into this room? 
what's the name of that person? I know I know it, but I can't pull it up. You know, that sort of thing. So screen eyes, very, very cool stuff. And I digressed way away from sleep. Sorry, but it just came to me. I will say my last choice for sleep for kids, and I'm not saying that you should rule it out because it can help some children for sure, and it does help some children, but my last resort is melatonin. Generally speaking, kids, especially young kids, don't have a lack of melatonin. They just don't. They got plenty of it. Like most every other hormone that the body produces when we're young, we kill it, man. We're knocking that stuff out on the regular, and as we get older, (laughs) not so much, right? But that's how it is with melatonin. So try something else. Remember I mentioned theanine and GABA. Theanine and GABA are huge. They really, really are. Big, big, amazing, useful things for sleep, for anxiety, for stress, and for focus. All of that stuff, these can be useful. And as I said before, one of those things you've got to kind of trial and error, but they're very safe to do so with. So I highly recommend those also for use for sleep, just like I do the theanine. For my kids, it's the nighttime pill. That's what they call it. But also magnesium. I talked about magnesium at the very beginning of this topic on the uh, ADD thing. But remember, if 85 to 95% of us are deficient in magnesium and your kid doesn't have ADD but struggles with sleep or anxiety or muscle cramps or growing pains or constipation or so many other things that I don't have time to talk about, magnesium deficiency is often the cause the root cause of those things. It is a huge, huge factor. And everybody that is listening to me right now that is not currently taking either magnesium glycinate or magnesium threonate should reevaluate that position. And I'm, I'm being very, very serious. This is a critical element and it changes lives when people get enough of it. It really, truly does improve health in ways that you may not be able to imagine. Chronic headaches oftentimes go away, chronic muscle pain and soreness, especially in the shoulders and and neck and things like that. The feelings of stress are relaxed when we have more magnesium on board, plus all the other things that I mentioned. And it plays a major role in sleep because it truly does help to calm the body and the mind. Magnesium is a big, big deal. Okay, I've pretty much bumped up against the other end of the clock, which is good because I actually got through every single thing I wanted to talk about. How about that? Except that I do want to remind you that if you are a parent or a grandparent, and I just talked to you about all these things you can do for back to school for your kids, well, guess what? Most of it applies to you as well. Let's all take a little better care of ourselves, both in lifestyle, in choices of what we eat and do not eat, and in our supplementation to optimize our health. Remember, the Your Health Freedom Symposium is on September 11th. If you have questions, it's yourhealthfreedom.org. I am begging you to take the time that day to go to the symposium because it is going to be absolutely phenomenal. And just for showing up, you're going to get 10 bucks at least as a gift card that you can use at Vitality Nutrition. And you can hear me speak again if you like doing that, but there's also 10 speakers that I'm really excited to hear. It's going to be great. The yourhealthfreedom.org symposium, September 11th. Okay. uh, And then the last thing, again, it's our 44th birthday. And I know that I couldn't have done it. My parents couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it. My brothers, my sister, we all worked at the place. My son now can't do it without you. Your support is critical to our family business. And we appreciate it so, so very much. It's Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful, 107 South, 500 West. You can call us at 801-292-6662. That's 
6662 with any questions that you have about anything you hear on the radio here, on any of the previous podcasts that have been released, or if you just want to talk about health and nutrition and you haven't heard about it on Vitality Radio, we'll do that too. 801-292-6662. Thank you so much for listening to me. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been another episode of Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.